today we're going to have a very unique service. I won't be teaching because we're going to have different people sharing their stories about what they've learned from our Emotional Healthy Spirituality series or how they have maybe had that process in the past where they've journeyed through a wall or where they've enlarged their soul through grief and loss. And really, this is what our services are all about. Hebrews 10.25 tells us, Let us not give up meeting together as some are in the habit of doing, but let us encourage one another and all the more as you see the day approaching. Whenever we meet together, whether it be in a service or a small group, or whether it be uh, just with another Christian friend, one of the primary things we're supposed to do is to encourage one another. To encourage one another. The Christian life is challenging. And we need to continue to buoy each other up in the Lord. So I'm going to have Jim Welsh come out at this time. Jim's been attending Springbrook since the beginning of the year. And he's going to tell you about some walls that he has journeyed through. Thank you, Pastor. As we went through the study on emotionally healthy spirituality, it made me go back and review some of the events of my life and help me to understand that they were walls that God had brought me through. I think most of the walls of my life have been made of stone with many layers bound together. I didn't go through these walls on my own. Certainly God provided me with some inner strength, and His grace was always sufficient no matter what the situation But as I look through some of the walls that I've gone through, I also recognize that I didn't move all those stones by myself. There were many people that came alongside of me and were taking the stones from me and stacking them so I could continue doing the work of going through the wall. There were other people that were there encouraging me, whether it be uh, providing prayers or meeting my physical needs. I've had many walls in my life, the deaths of my grandparents, friends, mentors, and my mother at a young age were all walls of varying thicknesses and density. One of the walls in my life was when one of my daughters went to college and got involved in drugs and alcohol and turned away from the church. That was a tough wall. We didn't go through this alone. We brought it to our church and asked for prayer. Now, I'd like to tell you, that she has turned around and is walking with the Lord right now, but that's not the case. She has stepped away from some of those bad influences, but has not uh, come to a, back to a full relationship with God. While I was digging through that wall, stone by stone, God spoke to me to tell me that he loves my daughter more than I do, and I could trust her to him. I still rest in that promise today, that God will bring her back to him. But for now, I continue to pray and love her. Let's fast forward to some more current walls in my life. In 2005, I took a great job down in Jacksonville, Florida, and relocated there. It was the best job I ever had. I enjoyed doing what I was doing, and I was working for the fastest-growing development company in the United States. I was vice president of construction. We were doing a billion dollars in sales over the course of 18 months. In 2006, I hit another wall. The recession started. I spent most of 2006 laying people off, co-workers and friends. 
When I started with the company, there were about 40 people. We had grown to 268. And when I laid myself off in January of 2007, we were back down to 30 people. So there I was in Jacksonville, Florida, without a job, a house in Florida, and a condo in Chicago. I've gone through several recessions in the construction industry and always found that remodeling had either grown or been strong during those times. So I started my own company. And God provided our needs. But times were difficult. The struggles and stress of insufficient funds coming in was a wall I worked on every day, and at times it looked hopeless. Then in September of 2007, my wife had minor outpatient surgery on Friday and died on Sunday morning at home with me before the paramedics could arrive. She had a pulmonary embolism. There was a wall. I think that was one of those foundational walls. In some ways, I'm still going through that wall. But once again, God's grace is sufficient. Many people have watched me go through the wall. Some are non-believers and don't understand how I can go through this time with the peace that I've had. I think they're waiting for me to collapse under the pressure. What they don't realize, much like that poem, Two Sets of Footprints in the Sand, during the toughest times, I was not going through the journey alone. It was God carrying me through with the prayers of others. The walls continued to stack up. A year later, after struggling with my business in deeper recession, I had to close it down. I had incurred debt. With construction at an all-time low, at least in my lifetime, finding a job was difficult. God provided I started working for a company in Illinois, in Florida, to expand their business there. God's hand was in this. I had worked with the ownership of this company earlier in my career and stayed in touch with them over the years, and God brought us back to the crossroads at just the right time. He was providing for my needs. With my salary less than half of what it was, over the course of the next couple of years, I've lost my house in Florida to a short sale. I had to give my condo in Chicago back to the bank. And I lived in an extended stay hotel for five months. During last year, I spent every holiday moving. I moved from Florida to Chicago in January, went down and got some of my belongings at Easter, and again on Memorial Day, and moved into the condo here, and then had to move back out when the bank took possession. My belongings ended up in in a storage facility and things that didn't fit were given away. You would think I deserved a break from the walls. Last November, my 89-year-old father was diagnosed with his prostate cancer coming back. It had metastasized all his major bone structures. He died on December 13th of last year. Yet another wall. During November and December last year, A friend, 62 years old, died falling off a roof. A former pastor's wife died from a fall. The wife of one of my mentors and friends died. On the day of my dad's funeral, his younger brother, my uncle, passed away in Texas. On Christmas Eve, the 15-year-old son of friends in Florida died from a lifelong battle of myotubular myopathy. 
on Christmas Day, one of my dad's best friends and a former Sunday school teacher of mine passed away. I'm not sure that each one of those events that happened were individual walls or if it was one continuous wall with many layers. But I must say that God has brought me through all of those walls with the stacks of stones or monuments left at each one of them. To remember what God has brought me through and to draw me closer to him through them. God's word is true. He will never leave you nor forsake you. You see, I've learned not to hold on to the things of this life so strongly. I know God has provided everything that I have, and he has promised to provide everything that I need. Sure, that sure takes some of the stress and pain away. I'm not saying there aren't times of sadness or grief and exhaustion as we go through the walls, but we can cast all of our cares on him, for he cares for us. When I look back at those walls that I've gone through, and I see those stacks of stones, I'm reminded of what God did in my life. Yes, I remember some of the pain and guilt, but mostly I'm reminded of God's love and grace. I believe that God has brought me through these walls to share them with you today, to encourage you, to strengthen you, and to give you hope to get through the walls that are in front of you. And remember the ones that he has brought you through. May God bless you with the walls you need, the strength and grace, as well as the support of others to get through them. Yeah, Jim, as I reflect on uh, your story, uh, you lost your house, you lost your job, and most significantly, you lost your wife, your spouse. And those are all fears uh, that we have. And again, the power of your story is that you've been through all that, and you still say God is God, God is sufficient, His grace is strong enough, His mercy is strong enough even though you continue to obviously struggle with grief and all the other issues that we struggle with. I mean, that, that's an incredible encouragement to me, and I want to thank you for sharing that with our congregation. Uh, yeah, you know, but, uh, you so much, Next, we want to have uh, Tammy Ashburn come out, and she's going to share with us how uh, she had to go back to go forward. Hi, my name is Tammy Ashburn. My husband and I began attending Springbrook earlier this year. We're loving to getting to know the church and getting to know many of you. We volunteered to host a small group at our home this fall. We are unaware of what the topic might be. And when we first began working on the emotional spirituality study, my husband and I looked at each other with some trepidation in our eyes. We're very confused about the topic and not really sure where it was going to go. But when we got to chapter 4, it all began to click for me, and I got really excited. What the author was describing was a journey I had found myself on about four years ago. At that particular point in my life, I found myself at home with three young children. Life was moving as fast as a roller coaster, yet every individual day seemed to drag on and on. Moms who have little kids can understand that statement. I found motherhood overwhelming and unsatisfying, and every day was more tiring than the day before, which made every day the most tiring day of my life. 
<clears throat> Thankfully, I was able to share this struggle with my small group. They pointed out to me that my prayer requests always seemed to center around the theme of being unhappy and struggling. So I began to seek God about this. And I did this by keeping a journal in the kitchen. And as things would go on throughout the day, I would make random notes in my journal about feelings I was having or things that were going on. These random thoughts led to the revelation that I had two sides to myself. This one side that I put out there for everyone to see that I was trying to make appear like I had it all together. And this inward side that was crumbling. I cried out to God to help me. I reached out to those around me for some guidance. And like in the early chapters of our study, I ended up doing a self-analysis of my personality traits, my strengths and weakness. I went back to my childhood, and I dug out some stuff that wasn't so nice. I found myself feeling very naked before God, and I prayed for him to show me all of myself, both the bad and the good. At the same time, God was there with me with gentle words along the way. In one instance, I was watching my young baby play in her crib, and she was looking at the mobile above her head, laughing and cooing. And God whispered softly, I delight in you, just like you delight in her. Some of the things that came to the surface were difficult to deal with and very hard to hear. These were a wall, and at first I made note of them, and then I chose to walk away from them. However, it seemed that the same issues kept popping up. Believe me, I tried to find another way around. But eventually, I stopped running and started to dig through. It was not easy, and this is the part that took a year or two to get through. At times, I wanted to give up. And I would. I'd walk away from it for a while, and then all of a sudden, boom, there it was again. And we're really back here again. God, I would cry, please help me. But what I really was saying was, can you just make this go away? But during these rough spots, I adopted some new ways of studying the Bible. I began to meditate on one verse for several days instead of just reading a passage of the Bible. I began to sit in silence and just let the silence heal me. Then through God's grace and guidance, I began to see a new me emerge on the other side of the wall. One without a chasm between the two sides of myself, I began to see how God sees me and realizes that God loves me, all of me. All of this time, I had a wonderful group of women who surrounded me and prayed for me. They were not always aware of the path that I was on. However, when I needed godly guidance or some prayer, they were always quick to answer. God showed me through this journey the true power of having godly people in your life. As I went through this past emotional spirituality study, I, of course, realized many more things that I can work on changing because I am very far from perfect. However, I encourage you to take what God may have shown you in the study and not just push it aside. Take the time to seek a deeper relationship with God by not just looking at him, but looking at yourself, too. My journey took me about two years to complete. Obviously, life is one continuous journey, and just as we are able to go through this phase, I will find myself needing to grow and change more. But I want to encourage you 
to not give up on your journey and keep on going. You can do it. Yeah, uh, that was really encouraging uh, in the sense of how you went back and you went back to whatever issues were, you know, in your childhood or whatever, and, and you had to process those. But it was painful, right? Mm-hmm. And it was difficult. And you tried to get away from it, but God kept bringing you back uh, to that particular point. And, uh, but you journeyed through that wall. And you said two years, right? Yep. Two years. And we don't like to wait two years for anything, <laughs> right? But, so, you know, as I, I, I listened to you. Uh, Tammy, I think it's a great encouragement to myself and to others, you know, who are working through any type of loss or any type of wall, you know, and it's not like, be nice to have, you know, this eight-week series and say, okay, that's cool, I've got it, we're going to move on. But really, for many of you, it's the beginning of the journey. You've just scratched the surface, and we're going to continue to come back to these themes because I really believe in uh, what the Word of God has to say about dealing with our emotional lives and, and how Jesus Christ brought wholeness to you. Uh, thank you so much for sharing with us. Yeah.